Welcome to another episode of Homegrown the Series. I'm your host, Emmanuel Davis. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with visual artist, fitness instructor, entrepreneur, and co-founder of Healthy Hood Chicago, Siobia Rivers. Siobia, welcome to Homegrown the Series. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that we were able to do this. Uh, first things first, I've noticed in a couple of, in, in a couple of your interviews, you always big up B-gabs. And that's where our paths crossed. Yeah. When did that love for B-gabs begin? Mm, when did that love begin? I want to say maybe about three years ago. Um, I love finding the healthy hangout spots, the healthy restaurants um, in Chicago. Mm. And I believe that I maybe saw people posting about B-gabs and I put that on my radar. Like, okay, I have to try B-gabs one day. And so I went and the rest is history. I go there often. Mm. I love Gabby, the owner, you know, from going there repeatedly, I've gotten to um, form a relationship with her and hear her speak and and collaborate with her. So, you know, not only is BGABS a, a great business, but it's owned by a, a great, um, a great black brown woman. So yep. um, I love that. What do you normally get from them? I, um, Gabby will tell you that I, she's thinking about putting it on the menu, but I like the Southwest bowl, but I add jerk cabbage to it. Okay. Um, I, that hasn't been something I've gotten lately. Um, but lately I've been getting the, um, I love the Marley salad. So I always get the Marley salad and then I pair it with the, uh, the jackfruit nuggets. Yes. And it's so good. Yes. The jackfruit nuggets, or either I pair the salad with the Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're both great. And when I'm, when I'm wanting something fried and I don't necessarily want meat, that's my go-to, the jackfruit nuggets and the chicken sandwich. Okay. That, that's typically what I get to. I tell people all the time, you won't be disappointed by anything that's on that menu. If you're just entry level, trying to transition into a vegetarian vegan lifestyle, she can recommend stuff to you. But if you're, you're a hardcore, been doing this for a while, you, you have your go-tos. But the jackfruit is currently my favorite thing that they serve mm -hmm. and with extra mambo sauce. Um, extra. You, you extra. <laughs> you recently <laughs> posted. No, nah, give me everything. When I go there, I'm like, yo, yo, just put put some more back in there. Put, put some more on top. I of get that. it on it, and I get it on the side, so I can have something to like, act so I can dip it in the sauce as well. That's extra, extra, mom. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's good though. Um, you recently posted that you're gonna start cooking more. We're still in quarantine. How's that quarantine diet coming? Well, first, I don't call it a diet. Um, okay. I truly believe in lifestyle. And so for me, cooking more has been great. Um, it has been a struggle not going to my favorite places like B-Gabs, um, but it's also saved me a lot of money um, already. And what is it? Today's like the 18th. So I've saved probably over $500 already, <laughs> not going out as often as I was because I was being really, really reckless. So um, eating in quarantine uh, for me, or at least right now, it just looks like cooking. It looks like repurposing my, my leftovers. Um, it looks like working with what I have um, in my refrigerator. Looks like shopping whenever I need to. So I don't 
believe in just shopping on Sunday or Saturday. It's like whenever I need to go to the grocery store, I'll go there. Um, it's also looked like buying new cookbooks. So mm-hmm. I, I bought recently bought three new cookbooks, which has been helpful. I've only cooked one, no, two things from the cookbook so far. Um, but I'm glad that I have them because I think a lot of the times we eat in healthy, people can get or we can get bored with eating the same things. And so the way not to be bored is to open up ourselves up to new recipes, new spices, new flavors, mm-hmm. um, new textures, and and have fun with that. Are you, I yes, that uh, my wife and I started watching, I believe her name is Sweet Potato Soul on YouTube. I and, have her cookbook. And I, I believe one of the ones I got. I believe we have hers as well. That is a true statement because I can get used to when I got first introduced to oyster mushrooms. I'm like, oh, I can fry these. I can put these in quesadillas. I can make them like Latin style. That's true though. You get so used to a routine that you only eat like, you're still technically eating like bad because you're not changing it up. And Mm -hmm. the good thing about it is at least for me, and it sounds like you're the same, you're challenging yourself to try different foods, to try those different spices. A lot of people, when they think about vegetarian food or vegan food, they actually think like, oh, it's nasty. But mm-hmm. we season the food the same way y'all season the meat. I am so sorry for that. Uh, okay. we, we season the food the same way y'all season your food. And I've had people come over. We had a uh, Thanksgiving like two years ago my in-laws came over and we didn't tell them that the food was vegan. We just had a bunch of sides and they ate everything. And I'm like, I know that was vegan, right? What? Yeah, you can't tell. So my question is, and I'm glad that you said, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. Does the journey to a healthy lifestyle start with food? Mm, That's a good question. I don't think that it starts with food. I think it starts in the mind. Okay. Um, I always say in my classes, um, to my clients and to myself is that, you know, having a strong body um, is direct, directly associated with having a strong mind. And if we don't work on our mental muscles, then we can't even really get to the physical muscles. So I think a healthy lifestyle first starts in the mind um, with how you're thinking, how you're talking to yourself. The voice inside of our head is the motivator that we have, is the encourager that we have. And we can't look to anybody else to do that for us. We can't look to anybody or we can't, we can't depend on anybody else to make us happy, to encourage, to motivate um, ourselves. So I definitely think it starts in the mind. I think the the switch of, um, you know, the switch, uh, switching up your thoughts um, can change everything because, because what I believe is everything starts with a thought. Um, you know, your thoughts, for me, I always say your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings drive your actions and your actions create your results. And so again, it starts with that first, that thought, and then it follows up with, um, you know, how you feel and then those feelings, okay, what am I going to do? The action part is, is, um, is key as well. So, um, 
yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. it definitely starts in the mind for me it's that's very powerful um when the pandemic first happened a lot of people were depressed um i'm not excluded from that i got furloughed and i was just thinking like what am i going to do i had an idea for this show but when it start when you say it starts with a thought i had to really do a lot of looking in the mirror and saying i if i see victory every time that i think of something what if all your dreams can come true? What if you can be successful in everything that you do, seeing victory in everything? And truthfully, when you go into any situation, whether it be an interview, whether it be a job interview, whether it be an, starting a new um, job, you when you go into it thinking that you're already going to win, that you're already going to get that job or be successful at that, you're gonna you're, you're already moving in the right direction. So when I think of just looking at you and seeing your Instagram, seeing some of the posts that you write about, I see the principles that you always speak on. And one person that we lost recently, Cicely Tyson, kind of embodied all of that. She was she passed away at 96, but it seemed like from the outside looking in, she was of Sama mentally and spiritually. And I believe so that she was vegetarian she seemed like she was still active is would Cicely Tyson be the end goal or would that be the measuring stick okay that if you continue working on your mental working on your your lifestyle working on being fit that you could be that yeah I'll speak for myself on that I um I am striving to live a long happy and healthy life and I believe that Cecily Tyson did that. And she gave it, She had one of her quotes, she was talking about, um, or at least a, an interview that I saw of her, she was just saying how, you know, give it your all and go for it. And, and I believe those same words, um, you know, we can't, we can think things and thoughts are, are great. And when we put action behind our thoughts, that's when the real power and, the real power and the real magic happens. So, um, yeah, I want to I want to live a long, healthy, happy lifestyle, and I believe that Cecily Tyson can it can lead to as a great example for that. She did what she loved. She was passionate about what she did, and she chose to live a lifestyle that afforded her a life of ninety six years. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I want to live to ninety six and above. You know. Um, so, you know, even, yeah, I want to, I want to live as long as I can. And yeah. again, but like quality of life is important too. You know, I don't want, I don't want to live. I don't want to be 80 or 70 and really just, just unhealthy and just really like feeling pain every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I'll be grateful for the life and I'll, I'll be like, okay, like, how do I, how do I make my quality, the quality of my days in this older age higher or better? So, yeah. You, you, you just said something that I've heard you say a couple of times, that passion, loving what you do. Um, I, I read that your fitness journey started when you were younger. Your parents used to put you in a bunch of extracurricular activities. Mine did too. I'm not as active in sports now. I still work out 
but you love what you do. And it's clearly, I, I, it's very evident when you see your YouTube videos or just your tutorials, you love the sophisticated ratchet style of training people. Um, can you talk about your upbringing and how your parents were essential in pushing you to be active and how that is going to lead to that quality of life? Yeah, so my parents, uh, when I was um, growing up, they put me in so many different activities, sports. So I was in ballet, tap, jazz, tumbling, gymnastics. I was cheerleader. I played volleyball, softball. I even, you know, I took piano classes. I took art classes. I just, I was uh, involved in a lot of things. And me growing up, I lived on a block. Um, well, before we moved, I lived on a block where all the kids would be outside playing. And it wasn't fun to be in the house. It's like, like mm -hmm. let's go out, let's be on the street, let's go to the park, um, let's play it. Let's, you know, let's play double the, like let's jump some rope. Mm -hmm. um, let's play tag. So um, being active started for me at, a, at an early age and it followed me and it's still with me yeah. to this day. Um, I was one of those kids growing up where I was, I was a little weird in the fact that I used to eat celery and uh, I used to eat bags of celery, bags of carrots, plain. I didn't dip them in mm -hmm. ranch or anything. I drank, uh, like all I drank was water. I had juice, of course, but I didn't like pop. I would always run to water and not saying that like I didn't eat perfect or anything I don't think anybody ever eats perfect and that's never a goal mm -hmm. um but I had some healthy tendencies that were out of the norm for kids back then especially as a black a, a, a black child um growing up in a house where you know everybody else not eating celery and carrots with no ranch dressing and so and, and they drinking pop and juice and so um that definitely impacted me so I, I went to college I went to Illinois State University and I switched my major I think about two times I, first I wanted to be um in marketing which I still kind of see like why I went that route at first yeah well I do still see why I went that route at first and then I thought that I wanted to be a dentist or orthodontist because I had braces and I realized quickly that both of those weren't uh wasn't the, the path that I wanted to take so I had a friend his name is Ray and he was in the major exercise science and I just asked him about it and when he explained it to me it was like a light bulb went off in my head like okay that's what I want to do that's what I want to study and I enrolled in the major I was accepted and here I am today with a bachelor's in exercise science I um I thought that I didn't want to be a physical therapist, so I didn't go the PT route in mm -hmm. um, in undergrad, and I would say that would be one of my regrets in college, um, because actually right now I'm taking my prereqs for physical therapy school, um, so I can strengthen my expertise, um, and so I can um, broaden my my client reach, and so. I can do more. And so I'm excited for that journey. Um, and 
I'll also add that, like, I started personal training and doing group fitness when I was in college. Yeah. I was teaching at the rec center there. I was teaching at, or I was personal training and teaching at the rec center at Illinois State. And I was working at Gold's Gym. And so it was a way for me to, to see while I was in college, if it was something that I really wanted to do. And it's continually um, stuck with me. And my love for my health and wellness will forever be here. And one thing about me is that I'm an encourager and -hmm. I get that from my dad. And so that plays a huge role into my passion as well. Um, And why I think that I am so good at what I do. You are definitely good at what you do. do. I've seen, I've read some of the uh, testimonials and you cater your fitness, your instruction to all different types of levels. And I'm glad that you said you're an encourager because a lot of people just need that. Like, hey, you're you're starting. I'm not gonna be super hard on you. I'm just glad that you're here, but we know what the goal is and let's continue to push towards that. So how important is it to find that balance? Yes, you can go to the gym, but if you go and eat Popeye's or pizza after that, it's kind of canceling that. Do you make it an effort to touch on nutrition in your fitness classes? Yeah, I definitely talk about um, nutrition. I have a booklet actually that I wrote um, that is in the revision stages um, right now because I want to release it again. But I had this six-week uh, healthy lifestyle challenge, um, and I did it three three. I did three rounds of it. And I definitely teach um, or educate on um, what a healthy lifestyle can possibly look like. I think what's important for me is to teach people and to educate people um, on the fact that what works for me might not work for you. Correct. And there are a lot of a different a healthy lifestyle look, is going to look different literally for every single person. And so I just educate people on the tips and tools that they'll need to figure out what is going to work best for them. So So, I'm I'm big on that and and big on just like, you know, talking about nutrient dense food and and, um, talking about, like you said, it's no need for us to be eating meat three times a day. I grew up eating meat three times a day and, you know, little switches like that, eating meat three times a day to then only maybe eating it twice, maybe eating it once a day, or maybe eating it three times a week or once a week. You know, it's about um, making those small changes and being consistent with them yep. and, and being true to yourself. Like, hey, if you want to eat meat, by all means, do that. Know where your meat is coming from, though. Mm-hmm. You know, know where it's coming from. Um, you know, monitor how much you're eating. Monitor how much how how much of you know how many plants are you eating too you know are you just loading up your plate with all meat and and really like nothing on the side um and so there's a lot of i i don't i really dislike diet culture because it's something that somebody does for a few weeks and then they're right back to how they used to eat and so it's about finding those ways that we can be consistent with our eating um, to create this healthy lifestyle for ourselves. And that it it takes a lot of sitting with yourself and knowing yourself and trying different things, experimenting and knowing that like every day is not going to be perfect and it's not meant to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And so 
and, and I think it's I always encourage people to be patient with themselves. You know, no change made overnight. A total three sixty is going to stick. So, yeah, uh, taking taking your time with it and and giving yourself grace, and you know, not comparing your lifestyle to anybody else, and 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 being honest with yourself. That's the biggest thing: being honest with yourself. Um, I know a lot of people are snackers, and like when you were a child. Well, children eat a lot of junk food. Now, I'm not saying I, I did too. I did, I did too, too when I was but, a kid. <laughs> but I slowly learned about moderation. So I yeah. hardly ate candy. I'll eat a Snickers now and only can get through half of a bar. And it's literally just saying, all right, because that worked for me and I can go cold turkey on certain things, doesn't mean you can. I, I sometimes have a discussion with loved ones at the turn of a new year, when they say, hey, I want to try eating like a vegetarian, more plant-based, and they want to do it for, they challenge themselves for 30 days. And I have to advise them like, hey, if you do this and stay consistent with it, when you hit February 1st, you just can't go back to eating the way you used to. Because now your body has started to change and started to heal itself. And if you reintroduce that stuff, that quote unquote bad food, back into your system, you might make yourself sick. So when you said being honest with yourself, taking one step one day at a time, count your victories. If you want to eat pizza on the weekend, that's fine. You don't have to beat yourself up about that. But as long as that's not what you're eating on a regular basis. And you Yeah, and I mean oh go ahead. I'm sorry. No, nah, it's it's just about you. Well I was gonna say like with the pizza, I mean even eating the pizza on the weekend it's like okay what else did you eat you know throughout the day you know how did you start your how did what did you begin your your day eating you know what what comes after the pizza what's before the pizza so um that plays a role in in it too and I, I love how you brought up portion control and moderation um that is something that's a a, a great uh, health tip um and a lot of people can benefit from figuring out um, the correct portions because we tend to overeat or we tend to just overdo our portion sizes or or maybe something doesn't have the right portion size no you're hitting everything on the head and it's it's everything we touched on the Cicely Tyson and being mentally stable we touched on when you were younger how you were more conscious of what you were eating and how that transitioned you into turning that diet or that choice into a lifestyle. And then you talked about your fitness. Um, you started Healthy Hood back in 2016. Was that because you saw a void or you were trying to just make a change in your neighborhood? So Healthy Hood, I, the co-founder, uh, I'm a co-founder and then also Tanya, Lozano is um, a co-founder too, and she is really the brainchild for Healthy Hood. Mm -hmm. um, Tanya lives in Pilsen, and she, um, we met, I, when did we meet? Maybe the year prior. Anywho, we became friends, we met and we became friends um, through fitness. And one day she told me about this idea she had about Healthy Hood and the whole, um, 
mission behind it was to decrease the 20 year life expectancy gap between affluent communities and black and brown communities by providing $5 fitness or providing like affordable fitness and health education. And I thought it was a brilliant idea. And she, I was like, girl, like when you started up, you know, I'm, I'm down to do it. I want to teach my classes. I want to, you know, help educate the people. So just let me know. And she, um, her parents, they have a church in Pilsen and in the main area um, is a, like a studio space. And so she just started teaching her Zumba class in there for a dollar um, every week. And so when she started doing that, she's like, okay, Siobhan, you know, I'm starting it, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when I jumped on board and, you know, it's, it's, it, first it was just me and her then you know over the years you know we created the Instagram page we brought more people on the team you know some people fell off some people stuck um, we brought in new people and it has truly evolved over these years and I'm, I'm so happy with the growth that we've seen and I'm excited for the growth that we will continue to see but again um, you know Healthy Hood was rooted in um, solving a problem of this 20-year life expectancy gap between Black and Brown communities and affluent communities um, by providing affordable fitness and not just affordable fitness, but also Healthy Hood has a holistic approach when it comes to wellness and health. So not only are you going to come to Healthy Hood to become stronger physically, but we have initiatives set in place set in place for um, our community community to become stronger physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. And, you know, it's not going to cost you an arm and leg. Um, But right now we have our Get Your Mind Right program where we offer free mental health services to Mm. anyone who needs it in our community. They don't, they don't need insurance. They don't need to be documented. They, you know, they don't need anything but to show up and let us know that, hey, I need mental health services. And we also have community gardens. We have two, um, which where we give out the harvest uh, that we have for free. We have different classes on um, making healthy recipes and um, health education. And, you know, when the pandemic hit, we were providing people with PPE, um, baby essentials, hygiene products, um, groceries, masks, um, and we still are to this day. So Healthy Hood is a, um, a community nonprofit and we we all about our black and brown people. Yes, that was, I, I appreciate. And that's a, a big part of the reason why I wanted a, a show like this because th- me personally, I feel like these stories aren't highlighted enough. You'll get a small segment on Sunday morning news and that's it. We'll never hear from you again. But having something that is a pillar in the community now and will be a pillar in the community that's hidden all of that. But you also did something, created something that is for black people. You created Stop Killing Black People. And it was that statement. It wasn't target exactly. It wasn't targeting a certain group or a certain institution. It's saying in general, stop killing black people. Were you inspired by all the 
all the uprising, all the wokeness, all everything that happened in 2020, did that inspire that statement, stop killing black people? Yeah, I was directly inspired by the murder of George Floyd by pigs or by the pig that who did it. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, when he was murdered, I just was frustrated because I didn't know how to, I didn't know what to do and I didn't know how to express myself. So I took a few days to think about it. And I, I so happened to be in West Loop with my skate crew and I love street art and I love stickers. Mm -hmm. So when I'm walking around, I'm all, my eyes are always open to, to the stickers that are on the street poles and on signs. And I saw this one sticker and it said, um, save, it said, save lives, wear a mask. And I, I took a picture of it. And when I was at home, I had it up on my iPad and I crossed out wear a mask and it said save lives stop killing black people mm -hmm. and the next morning I woke up I was like why don't I just create a sticker that says stop killing black people and so I went on Canva I designed the the design I you know I created the design for stop killing black people and that same day I got stickers made I gave them to some of my friends and family took pictures of them with it and then I put it out there and um, invited other people to join me in spreading this message and like I said it was it was directly inspired by George Floyd and then I took more time to think about what it meant to me and I was like hey this is not just about cops killing black people this is mm -hmm. about anybody anywhere killing black people and not just physically but mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And so uh, my perspective broadened. And then I was curious to see what other people's perspective is because, um, you know, everybody looking at it, everybody's gonna have a different thought that first comes to mind. And I find it very interesting. And I love when people share it with me how um, they feel when they first see it and what, what they think about. And some people will tell me, and I won't even ask, um, you know, and. I remember one time I, I I put the sticker up at it was at a it was at a what is that it was at Pete's at Pete's Market I put it up and the black it was a black security guard standing outside watching me he was like well how about black people stop killing black people and I was like you spot on I agree with that this sticker is saying that too you know that is not excluded from this sticker and so it's it's um I, I I like sharing my perspective on it because I think a lot of the times people think that I'm saying a certain thing like a specific certain thing where I'm just right. saying cops stop killing black people and that's not the case and I really challenge people to open up their perspective on what it can mean not just the first thought that comes to their mind can I tell you when I first saw it yeah, I would I was, love to hear what you... I was at the farmer's market on 61st uh, in Dorchester uh, by Carnegie. Um, and I saw it and I'm like, I felt emotions. It was a combination of like rage, encouragement, inspiration, and action. I'm like, all right, I got it. 
stop killing black people, period. No matter who you are, we were talking about health and how it's about mental, physical, what's your, your lifestyle? What, what are you consuming? What are you eating? I could turn it to y'all put us, y'all put black and brown people in these food deserts, which is killing them. Y'all, mm -hmm. y'all shut down Chicago, downtown Chicago from the riots and the looting, but people get killed in Inglewood and Chatham all the time. And it's cameras over there and y'all can't solve those crimes, but y'all can find all the people who are looting downtown. Mentally, how am I supposed to feel about that? You're killing black people. You're killing us. Mm -hmm. And that's dope that, like I said before, it's a general statement. You're not pointing at anybody. So that person is like, okay, the, the guilt starts to come out. Well, it should, be. no, I didn't say you. I didn't say you. I just said, stop killing black people. And it's powerful. It, I want to tell you that. Thank you for making that because I've seen it in areas when I'm like, oh, she's all the way out here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I hope, and uh, my, my, my desire aligns with yours that it starts that conversation and that people before they immediately react to it, take a step back. What does that statement really mean? And what can you do to help stop killing black people? Because you're doing it. Oh, give us this, or put this on your resume or answer these questions, check off this box. I don't have that. I don't have clothes to do that. That's messing with my mentally, which is gonna cause me to trickle down and feel depressed. Like I can't make it in these circles. And I'm gonna go off on a rant, but it's, it's powerful and it was needed. And things like that don't just fade away. Like, because the murder of George Floyd has somewhat, for certain people, lost the attention. It's not in, it's not high up on the list of stories that the media is discussing. But mm -hmm. when you have stopped killing Black people, that's going to stay. Those stickers aren't going to come off. The conversations will continue to be had, and you're going to continue to push the needle and focus on solutions. And even not solutions, conversations. If I could change one Conversation and solutions. Yeah, yeah. On both. Both. If I could change one person's thought process, which will lead to their actions, then I feel like it's done what it was supposed to do. It, that, it's good. I agree. It's good. Thank you. That, Thank that, you. It's definitely... Go ahead. That passion that you speak of, it shines with everything that you do. And I could tell that it started with your thought, like, okay, I'm gonna be purposeful with healthy hood. I'm gonna have purpose with my fitness classes. I'm going to not only work on your body, but I'm gonna work on everything that's inside of this body, your soul, your mind, what you eat. And I'm also gonna talk about mentally, stop killing black people, let's have that conversation because everything contributes to this healthy lifestyle. So I just wanted to say Everything. thank you. I was going to say thank you Aww. for that. And it's led you to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's led you to collaborate with uh, Trap House Chicago. I think. When, yes. When, yeah. Murder Must Stop. Murder Must Another powerful. We're not talking about that race or that institution. Murder Must Stop. Period. 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 <laughs> 
So stop killing black people, that statement, stop murdering. It's um, you, you did these collaborations with uh, Trap Out Chicago. And how'd that come about? So I, um, I grew up with um, Heavy, he works uh, with Trap House Chicago. And I guess I'll kind of tell the full story quickly. But um, he, I saw him on 79th. He's like, hey, come to, you know, come to this event that we're having. And so I, I showed up and um, I was like, damn, this is great what y'all are doing here at Trap House. And um, I met the owner, Mashan Ali, and um, it was great. And so a few days after that, I showed back up to do some shopping and I had on my, I had on a Stop Killing Black People shirt that only I had, it was embroidered. And Mashan, the owner of Trap House and the creative director of Trap House, he was like, hey, you know, like, I love that. You know, mm-hmm. you wanna, we should do a collab. You wanna collab? And, you know, I had never, thought to do a collaboration and I was just like I was caught off guard and I also felt challenged and I was like okay well they're a streetwear brand and you know they have great powerful messages and great merch so let me just step out on faith and do this thing so me and Michonne decided to do it and um, you know we had conversations about design and you know what these messages meant to us and we followed through and made it happen. And so I'm, I'm glad, I'm so glad that he asked me to do it. And I'm also very glad that he helped me realize, um, or he helped me feel comfortable with like expressing that I am an artist. Uh, I think that prior to 2020, I always thought that I was an artist in my mind um, because I believe everybody is an artist in their own way um, but I didn't know how to express that and you know when me and him were talking he was like yeah COB you know you're a visual artist and mm-hmm. it clicked for me like dang I am a visual artist now and I you know and, and I've been an artist my entire life and so him saying that to me um, gave me the confidence and uh, the authority to be like I'm a visual artist I'm an artist and um, so I'm, I'm thankful for Michonne for that. And, uh, so happy that we did our collaborations together because Murder Must Stop aligned with Stop Killing Black People. Correct. And it, it only makes sense for um, us to combine the messages and, um, spread and, and spread the messages and, and in a more powerful way when we, you know, come together. I think there's so much power in collaborating and I hope to see you know, a lot more collaboration in Chicago this year, 2021. Absolutely. And it's a dope collection. Um, I've gone, it's, I've seen a lot of the clothes. I'm purchasing some. Mail has been terrible, but um, <laughs> no, no your, your, your clothes are, they look nice too. The color combinations, all of it. Um, in 2020, we saw a lot of companies, a lot of corporations saying, we stand with you, stop killing black people, black lives matter. Do you, do you have an opinion or at least a guide into seeing if a company says, I want to align with you, what do you want to see from them? And what does consistency play a role 
does consistency play a role in that? Yeah, I believe, you know, it's so easy for all of us and especially brands to just put up something on social media because everybody else is doing it and they're like, oh shit, you know, oh, like we need to, we need to put it out too. We need to make sure that, you know, people don't think that we're racist and that, mm-hmm. that we're not standing behind the black community. And, you know, it's, it's easy to put out there and to say, to put in an Instagram post. And it's a lot harder to put forth the action behind those statements. And I love that you bring up consistency because it is all about consistency. I don't want to see a brand just put up a Black Lives Matter or a Black Square and that's it. You know, what are y'all doing financially for the Black community? I don't know. We need to see it, you know, and, and we need to see it consistently. And so um, that's what I want to, and that's what we as a people should continue to push brands on is being consistent with the support, um, with aligning their mission and, and their work with what they say. Um, if you're going to say Black Lives Matter, okay, back it up and do it again consistently, you know, support Black artists, support Black creators, support Black brown businesses, um, you know, by uplifting Black voices, by, um, you know, throwing a bag, um, giving the bag. And not, a, uh, and not a small bag, like a bag that can actually yeah. empower people to change situations. Yes. Um, you know, continue to make sure that your teams are, you know, that have black voices and black people in those spaces and not just you know lower level like Mm -hmm. we need these black people in power positions so you know that's what i i love to see um, from brands is that um, they are about what they say they're about and the only way to truly know that is by seeing the receipts so we need to see these receipts from these brands and you know and not even just these brands, you know, big brands, um, yes, and smaller brands too. And just, we need to see the receipts of ourselves. You know, Mm -hmm. I like to continue to always go back to like, okay, what can I do, you know? um, And and so making sure that I have my own receipts as well. So. um, You have them. You have them. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Everything that we've discussed, you're doing your job. you always say if I could just change one person's mind and get some kind of change behavior I did something I inspired one person I'm cool you have changed the lives for many people and will continue to do that with your messaging you are a visual artist (laughs) with, (laughs) with being into fitness and just your spirit um I know that this is a camera lens but I feel that I feel that positive energy. I feel that passion and I feel that action. You're one of your, I've noticed that you always say action speak louder than words. You're doing it. So keep doing it. I appreciate that. And I thank, thank you, you for everything. Literally when I saw Stop Killing Black People at a farmer's market, I'm like, y'all see this, right? Look at that. <laughs> and you put it on the pole. I'm like, they can't ignore it. And people can't mm-hmm. ignore you and your mission. So keep doing it. You're on the right path. And I know it's going to lead to that longevity that you're searching for. Thank you. That's been another episode of Homegrown Series. Siobia, thank you for the conversations. Thank you for the instructions. And talk.
Talk to you guys soon. Peace.